Good morning and welcome to Morning Coffee. We're in Black Studios in Belfast and we're with, do you want to be called Only Just Lucy or yeah. Lucy? or Only Just Lucy. Only Stein. Just Lucy. <laughs> we're with Only Just Lucy. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's great um, to have you here. I'm very, very impressed. Oh, <laughs> my coffee's cold. <laughs> <laughs> so with all our moving about and getting our studio set up, we have unfortunately landed in with a cold cup of morning coffee. This yeah. is not good. <laughs> so we took a run to the pocket down the road and like, yeah, we got plenty of time. Mm-hmm. We didn't. Yeah, not for the time you're, you're waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Petty. But um, anyway, thanks for joining us. No, thank you so much for having me. Um, so we just sort of wanted to start off by, um, I w- first of all, I watched your video last night and really enjoyed it. It was episode one. Thank you so one. much. Yes. Um, looking forward to all the rest. Yeah, um, I'm very excited. Yeah. It's very different from what I usually put up, so. Yeah, well, you seem to be like extremely busy all the time. Yeah. Um, the first the first time, actually, you have quite a integral, I would say, part to this podcast starting oh. um, without knowing it, because uh, the first time we ever spoke, um was before the Only Just Media Summit, mm-hmm. which is obviously the summit that you ran. Yes. We'll get into that a wee bit later. And Matthew Thompson was mm-hmm. speaking. Now, I had listened to a few podcasts before, yeah. um, not just sort of casually. After that summit, I just listen to podcasts constantly now. I and love then, that. Yeah, like totally changed my mind in podcasts. Like mm-hmm. I've got like 15 podcasts I'm listening to see all at the one time now. <laughs> that I just is can't amazing. keep up with them all. That and is so good. Yeah, but... It was the only just media someone that sort of this that came out of this. You have no idea how much that means to me. Like it really, really does. I think I don't know, I really wanna I feel like a lot of Northern Ireland is kinda in the stone age of like digital media. Um so podcasting was really something I wanted to have be part of the event, even more so in the, the next event that I'm currently planning. But yeah, I would love to see more local people with good podcasts. Yeah. Well I don't know about good podcasts, but we've got a podcast anyway. <laughs> yeah, this goes. And um, so yeah, so I just want to start it off by say you you sort of started this in a roundabout way. Um, Amy didn't know this either until I told her earlier because she was she didn't really <laughs> listen. I didn't know anything really about podcasts. I've heard of them, and I think they, they've been about for a while. Because mm-hmm. I know way back whenever I got my my first way like I, iPod Touch or whatever, you know, there was the option on there for podcasts, but it wasn't anything that I really thought about until Ryan had mentioned starting one, and I was like, yeah, that sounds great. What is it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like all for it, but like teach me yeah and then got into kind of listening to a few bits um yeah it's kind of come to uh yeah, we're converting you yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all on board now yeah. i mean i absolutely love podcasting i think podcasting is so easy for a lot of people in terms of like a lot of people are self-conscious when it comes to being on video yes. but they still have a voice and they want to share it so that's why i really love podcasting is because it gives those people that maybe are a bit self-conscious about like how they look etc to really like open themselves up mm-hmm. and and share their yeah. voice you know so you it's don't need any fancy equipment exactly like, we, have, we have a bit of a setup with us today but like you could start on your phone yeah Just there's there's sound a, recordings on your phone there's an amazing app called anchor actually that you can yeah, record directly use. on your phone yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the one that we've been putting our yeah no anchor's, anchor's amazing anchor's brilliant um it's really easy to use too which is handy um, anchor if you're listening please sponsor me <laughs> yeah us, us too us too <laughs> um but yeah so just to start off properly um only just lucy mm-hmm. how did you come around to the name only just lucy oh my goodness why not just lucy so um i have been doing youtube for quite a long time um and i originally started with a channel called lulabella because that was my nickname my mom and my dad especially my dad sort of called me lulabella um but i, I diving way back um I was really, really bullied throughout school and the name Lulabella ended up having like negative connotations for me. So I actually stopped putting up things on that channel rather than being like a loving name. It turned out to be like a teasing, you know, from people I went to school with. So I stopped doing Lulabella and then <laughs> my name's actually Lucianne, but I don't love that. <laughs> so, um, so I decided I was like, I just want to be called Lucy. So it was like only just Lucy. Only just Lucy. And that's how that came about. And now Are it's like you? a thing. Yeah. Um, because, like, all of my friends in school, like, that I, you know, real friends when I went to Belfast met, um, they would have always, like, joked around and being like, are you only just drinking water? <laughs> like, are you only just coming to, into class today? Like, and they would have used only just and everything. And I was like, hmm, I could it's use catchy. this. So yeah. This is my brand. We should build a brand out of <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. You have to build it quite well from what we've seen. Like, there's quite a, a few different aspects of that. Yeah. Building the, the only just empire. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really nicely open-ended it. just to... 
thank you so much to, to spread you know whatever you want to do only just media yeah. only just lucy only just conversations I got, very, I got very lucky with it in that sense like it, it didn't start out like that it was just because i didn't want to be called like lilabella or lucianne oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but now I, i'm very very lucky in terms of i can kind of go into all these avenues that i always wanted to go into but then group them under the one brand yeah, so yeah and it is a really, really strong personal it. brand um Thank you so much. How, you know, we spoke about how you, how you got there. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything along the way that you might have wanted to change or you had any issues with whenever you're building your brand? I think, if I'm being completely honest, I am very, very self-aware in terms of what I want. So a, a couple of years ago, I wasn't that way. And a lot of people's opinions would have like negatively impacted me. So I think that was that was sort of the main thing in terms of like, I had to always stick to my vision. Um in terms of advice that I would give someone else, it is just know your your goal, your end goal, or like even your one month goal, for example, and, and stick to that and don't let outside opinions impact that because whenever I, I was going to develop my media company, Only Just Media, a lot of people were like, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't call it like Only Just, you know? But I was like, no, this is gonna this is gonna work. This is gonna be a brand. So I think for me, like I haven't had any massive failures or a hardship and when I have I've been able to sort of overcome it and that's only because I'm so self-aware and I know exactly the path that I'm that I'm meant to go down it's a great way hard to start, working definitely hard work and believing you can do it yeah I think I think it's a massive part it's it's I think goal setting is something that I I love doing like I goal set every single night but I have my long-term goal like my ultimate goal and then I have all the little steps in between you know oh wow every night every night wow Every single night. I take like 30 minutes to an hour. Wow. Every just single night. Just for the next day, what am I going to do? For the next day, for the next week. And okay. then just, it sort of, it holds myself accountable. So I know every night that I have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's never been a night that I've missed it. I've done it for probably about two years now. Okay. Um, but it's just so that I'm accountable that if I haven't reached those goals, why haven't I done it? And what are the steps I need to take to reach them? Okay. That's Does that cool. make sense? Yeah. It's a good way to manage like, things that you're maybe not like everybody has things that they're very very talented at and everybody mm-hmm. has things especially when you're self-employed there's maybe something that you're stronger at or weak yeah. things that you're weaker at so it gives you like the focus to see what things you need to work on as exactly well, I suppose. exactly and I think it's just it's that time of reflection that I think is so important especially like for myself just starting out in like full-time self-employment running my own business like I'm potentially gonna have to bring on staff do you know so it's, it's very important to me to have that time to reflect on what's doing well and what's not and then holding myself accountable as to why or why not yeah. you know it's a very agile way of working um, yeah like in uni whenever we i did computing and it and one thing we had to do every morning was a stand-up mm-hmm. daily stand-up meeting and every morning you had to report to the scrum master they were called um the chairman of the meeting mm-hmm. what did you do yesterday what are you going to do today what are your obstacles yeah so like you're pretty much doing that on a daily basis 100 and i think it makes me so much more productive as well like yes it is taking 30 minutes maybe an hour out of my day but it's making me work faster the next day because I can wake up in the morning and be like right I know exactly what what's on today and it also makes me wake up with like a fresher like mind like I'm always waking up and being like right I'm ready for today whereas if it, whenever I didn't do that I would wake up in the morning being like hmm, what have I got to do today and then compartmentalizing everything yeah and I feel like whenever I didn't know what I had going on I was like slower at getting ready in the morning and slower at filling out tasks whereas if I have that all planned the night before I'm like excited to wake up and like get to it cool we need to do that we need that that. (laughs) like sort of rolling into the office being like oh what am I going to do today yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, these deadlines. I mean, you obviously have days like that. I think yeah. for me, it's whenever I'm working with a really tough client or I don't like the project. Tough client? It's very Never hard had one then. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like whenever you're a creative person, which mm-hmm. obviously, like whenever you're into videography and things, you have a different viewpoint and you have a, a visual yeah. of what you want something to look like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your own passion for a subject can get dampened down whenever you're working under somebody else's yeah. constraints which mm-hmm. isn't a bad thing like it's it's good to get the customer what they want but as creative people it does nearly prevent you from yeah I think being as passionate about it a hundred percent and we all get like clients like that <laughs> um but love for me all, really but just <laughs> that's my thing is I, I I I used to get really really down by it and it would just put me into a slump where I'd like 
procrastinate on doing the project and then I would just like drag out this torture longer than what I needed to be so I'm at this kind of stage now where like every time I like feel like oh this is going to be an awful project I'm like this is going to be an exciting project because it's going to teach me blah 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 and then I I get myself like fake hyped up for this project (laughs) that I like do not want to do but I know it's like it's going to benefit or blah 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 um and I just sort of make excuses of why I should do it rather than why I shouldn't so I think I don't know, it's just mindset. Yeah, mindset, you know? it's, it's totally it's like mindset. It's laughter. If somebody's exactly. laughing in the corner, you're like, oh, okay, it's okay. And yeah. It so just like on. put that infectious like mindset, like the infectious, not laughter, but like positivity, <laughs> positivity. in your in the yeah. back of your head at all times. I cool. love it. It's great. Yeah, yeah that's really good advice. Yeah. I'm going to go home and set some goals <laughs> for tomorrow. Walk into his office that you've taken over Sarah's office. Yeah, it's still in an office. Yeah. Sarah's going to come back and she'll be like, where, where have all my pictures gone? This wall is just full of projects and yeah, timetables. Like, yeah, like my goal was to get rid of all the photos of you. <laughs> and Sarah, yeah, okay. yeah like, like somebody walked into the office. It's say, literally like the key is just routine. Yeah. Like that's the yeah. only way I can describe it. It's like now that I'm in that routine of like goal setting, then I know my routine for the morning yeah. is like, you know, so yeah. it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Was it apparently it takes 60 or 66 days to start a, to start a routine? Yeah. So you're well into it now. If yeah. You're, if you're at two but years. my routine changes, like changes every couple months as well. You know, especially mm-hmm. coming up to the event, I had no routine like whatsoever for those so two the, months. It was just the map the whole. Yeah, way. I mean, it worked out thankfully, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it very closely couldn't have. Well, so really, really <laughs> successful event, too. like it. Yeah, there was, was like three hundred and three hundred people there. Three hundred people. Tickets sold out, um, and then we had a wait list of. I don't remember at this point. I yeah. know that. When was it? It was August? 30th of August. 30th yeah. of August. A date's That's forever crazy. ingrained in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Can I quiz you like, on that? What made you kind of want to go and plan an event like that? What was it that kind of gave you the motivation so, to... There's a couple of things. Um, I'd been to events previously. I'd been to VidCon in Los Angeles and a couple in New York. And I just saw the power of like community and see like all the creators connecting together. Like I love the expo hall as well in, in VidCon where there was all these different brands that you could connect with. And now I have a lot of those brands that want to work with me. So for me, it was the education element of, of those events, the connecting and then, you know, the power of community um and I felt like Belfast was really missing that at the moment there's all these events that are popping up like master classes and workshops but there's never anything that brings everyone together in the one room so that was the main thing first of all I wanted to create an event that I would want to go to in Belfast something that Belfast was missing and then the second thing is that the influencer marketing situation in Belfast drives me insane. <laughs> it's like every single person who has an Instagram account at the moment kind of thinks they're a blogger or they're like an influencer but I think a lot of these people are like this is to be really harsh are a lot more blaggers than they are bloggers um and yeah (laughs) and I think so there's a lot of events that I've seen where like the influencer was paying to go to the event the brand was paying to be part of the event and the brand was expecting the influencer to post a bunch of content but naturally all of these like blaggers (laughs) blaggers <laughs> were going to these events and all posting the same stories like they were lifting up a, a bottle of something and being like oh my goodness look at this like mm-hmm. use the promo code blah 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 yeah and northern Ireland's such a small place that all of these influencers have a lot of shared followings so whenever you go into your instagram stories you were clicking through and seeing the same brand the same type of story the same code and you're just switching off you know because it's all like all oh, these people are being paid to do this or like it wasn't original like authentic content they didn't care they didn't care yeah so like the audience wasn't caring Mm -hmm. which means the brands weren't getting the results they were expecting which means the brands were then back moving influencers and refusing to do any influencer marketing so I was meeting with clients and they were like no I'm not doing influencer marketing I tried it at this and I didn't get the results I was promised yeah so long term isn't sustainable a hundred percent long term it was just going downhill we're like all yeah (laughs) don't get me started (laughs) so that was the other event that that was the other sort of aspect as to why I I wanted to start the event was to improve the current sort of influencer marketing status Mm -hmm. in Northern Ireland and and how creators and brands work together cool so in your eyes what makes an influencer like when Mm -hmm. do you become an influencer when do I go from someone with a like a cool Instagram account to working with brands and becoming an influencer um I think it depends on culture culture plays a massive part in it um so something I think about all the time is is what is the culture currently like 
in Belfast, for example, and what people are having a direct impact on the culture. Okay. So say, for example, I'm just going to use myself. Like, I have really, really great interaction on Instagram. Interaction plays, like, a massive key in terms of being an, an, an influencer. Mm-hmm. If you're posting and you're just getting views, but no one's interacting with your post, it's not as meaningful, you know? Yeah. So that's one thing. But then culture, back to that, is... Belfast at the moment, everyone's obsessed with entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is so cool. And everyone's like, oh my goodness, I want to be an entrepreneur. I am an entrepreneur. A lot of people aren't entrepreneurs. <laughs> or like, like all these co-working spaces are popping up and all these networking events. And my thing is, all of that can go away tomorrow. Who's making an impact to like make that stay? You know, and make it sustainable and and authentic. And And for me, it's like, now there can be many different elements of culture so it could be like fashion or it could be food or it could be like travel who is impacting the culture of all these different topics that's who's influencing because mm-hmm. a lot of people that are like fashion bloggers but what are they really doing to improve fashion or to you know tell a story or or help different people or brands yeah. or like make an impact into each of these different elements of culture so i think that that for me, defines what an influencer is. Um, so, okay, I don't know if that makes much sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely, so, yeah. It's getting past all of the just what everybody does. Just <clears throat> yeah. like, oh, I take a picture of a pretty outfit and I'll put it on, but like, you need to have a story behind it. You need to have some sort of actual point, yes. rather than just it's depth to the to the character. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you can tell, like you'd said before, like you can tell that somebody's being paid to promote a product. Yes. Rather than actually believing in the product. Especially in Northern Ireland. I think there's there's a couple of, of creators that, that do really good authentic campaigns that falls in line with their brand. Or they it, a good influencer marketing campaign, for example, is mutually beneficial. Like the influencer wants to work with the brand as much as the brand wants to work with the influencer. Yeah. And at the moment it's off balance yeah you know so I think um in terms of establishing who's an influencer and who's not it's who's really contributing and who's doing something different so that their interaction is massive and and people are really engaging with with what they're doing cool cool yeah. almost like building a customer loyalty <clears throat> I suppose as you would in any yeah. business mm-hmm. yeah yeah 100% yeah cool um actually I was I quite enjoy like watching some of the rants on on Instagram stories mm-hmm. and I think you had one there about a week ago it was about like events culture and oh, like yeah, culture. consumers yeah. and customers and sort of mm-hmm. cleared that up for me I wanted to talk about that anyway mm-hmm. and so that's cleared that up um, yeah I'm kind of obsessed with culture at the moment <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I, I was sort of I sort of read the, the Instagram stories and thought I wonder what I wonder what way she's going to take this what way she means yeah but yeah that's that's cleared it up for me definitely yeah I think it's pretty pretty important definitely yeah, yeah. So does that mean that as culture shifts, your influencers will change? A hundred percent. Or do, can an influencer sort of transcend that and yeah, well, go I mean, flow? That's my thing. Is like I, I'm always trying to stay relevant <coughs> to culture. I'm always trying to stay relevant to culture, but I'm never going to change who I am to you know adjust to the audience. Does that make sense? Yes. Like I'm, I'm who I am, and if if they follow that, then that's fine. But if they don't, then I mean, I'm who I am. Well, <laughs> so that in I, itself I, is a culture for your followers. Yeah. Like you yourself then are reaching out to a specific market, really. Mm-hmm. If they're going to follow you wherever, yeah, is different maybe to if they're going to follow somebody who maybe has like a slightly different cultural background in terms of like where, maybe where they're from, what side of the country they're from, or mm-hmm. if they've got like different ethnicities, maybe. They're all yeah. going to have different sorts of cultures, but you're going to represent a certain group of people. Of course. And I think like... um the kind of culture that I mainly focus on is like social culture in terms of like fashion, travel, food, music, do you know, like video, etc. Um, and I'm very lucky with the brand that I have and I have so many broad interests that with only just like if, if entrepreneurship died, then I don't care. Like I'm still an entrepreneur, but yeah. I also love fashion. Do you know what I mean? So like only just... I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> fashion. So many <laughs> Do you, you know, can, like you can there, there are so many different avenues that 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 I can adventure into, and I'm I'm very grateful for that. But it is just like my my interests. But in relation to your question, like for example, a fashion influencer, if fashion completely changes and they're very like minimalist, and then all of a sudden bright colors and neon comes back in, 
it's not authentic for them to change yeah. to neon, you know. Definitely. Which do you think would be your favourite kind of subject? Um, you're saying you, you can cover a broad mm-hmm. range of subjects, but would it be fashion maybe would be your favourite? Would it be um, food? Is there something that you kind of get a wee bit more excited about whenever you see something and you think, I'm going to post this? Definitely like motivation and uh, I mean entrepreneurship, of course. Um, I feel like I'm like a natural bread entrepreneur in the least like cocky <laughs> way possible but I've always been doing stuff in terms of like I used to drag like toys that I didn't want in a wheelbarrow around my my, my neighbor's gardens and try to sell them to them <laughs> and I used to I used to make cupcakes at home and going to school and try to sell these cupcakes for like two pound each oh, wow. so like it was pretty yeah. the toy <laughs> so, thing would have been like cute for the first two or three times that you come to somebody's door but like yeah after you're like, like knocking on the door for the 10th time yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah and that was me yeah 100% I used to like bag up I remember my mum would bring home like you know sweets and stuff and I used to like steal them and like bag them up into little you know like sandwich bags yeah. oh, yes. and like try to sell them to my neighbours <laughs> so like I I get excited about that stuff because it's just who I am. So I love like building my business and sharing like not only the good side of it, but the downsides, like for example, how lonely it is and stuff. Like people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of entrepreneurs that, that do relate to it. Mm-hmm. And then it gives them comfort. And like, that's my thing. It's like, I had a one-hour call with someone yesterday who's also going through the same journey and listening to her talk about what she was struggling with. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm struggling with that too. And I want to be that voice to all the young people that want to build businesses for example so I think that that's probably the thing that gets me most excited that's yeah cool. yeah I love that I really have a question for Amy you don't, probably don't know but Amy has probably the most Instagram accounts ever by any one person <laughs> <Stop>. ever <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> every like 20 minutes you're like, oh yeah I got a new Instagram account oh, what, what is your favorite oh yeah oh yeah throwing it out to you now oh boy what's yeah. your favorite Switching um, it up. I'm gonna say food. Like I'm food. all I'm all over that. Yeah. I have an Instagram called the Plate Raiders, so I'll go somewhere and I'll rate a plate. Cheap plug. Like, That's plug. a good name. Yeah. That could I, I just see that as like a website now <laughs> yeah. for like the plate raiders and all these people reviewing food web, like food. Yeah. yeah. There you go, there's a business. All I can see is B roll with like her cooking. Yeah, just, I started just like, like lots of yeah. lots of then she started doing to be fair, you did do stories of like recipes and they're actually really cool. Yeah. Um didn't do any. Because didn't have time. No, I, I didn't. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was in the I was in the in the office, <laughs> not eating. I I can't stop thinking about the nameplate readers. <laughs> that's such no, but that's such a business. Like you could go to all these restaurants and produce content if you like reviewing their food. I've kind of actually just totally ruined the whole anonymity of it. It wasn't really that anonymous. Oh, nobody nobody knew it was you. <laughs> well, Whoops. Whoops, I thought cut that, Ryan, you. cut that. I think they caught on whenever I started doing stories and it was this voice that was yeah. like, hey, chop up your onion now, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. But I, I kind of, at the start, it was like, I'm going to keep this secret. I'm going to get these wee business cards. And then whenever I leave a restaurant, I'll be like, you've been plate rated and leave this like business <gasps> card sitting where they'll be like, oh no, what's going to happen? Never did that. The like, bag's like, yeah, three stars. I love that. That's, so I actually just did uh, an episode, you you probably saw it um it was oh donuts we went to oh donuts and we did this like donut review video and we want to make it like a series where we do like cool reviews of like businesses we believe in and i kind of want to call it plate raiders not (laughs) don't worry i'm not gonna steal your brand not gonna steal your brand but that's such a good name well i wish i would i'm actually quite proud of it but (laughs) (laughs) you gotta act like act on that yeah it's like it's fun like there's that. flipping loads on it i eat out so much i love food and yeah. i think like me too it's a wee bit everybody thinks i'm really weird for the stuff that i choose whenever i eat out they're like what are you doing what is that that looks rotten and i'm like well it flipping tastes good so yeah experimental i love experimental. it yeah, but anyways, experimental at all when it comes to that <laughs> very good um so you've got a podcast as well yes I do. It's still, you're still doing Yeah, there's only like two episodes live at the moment, but I've pre-filmed a bunch and relaunching in January. Okay. It's the first time I've ever said that. There you go. So now I'm accountable to it. Oh, okay. I am excited. So what, um, where can everybody find you then whenever they do come to look for the podcast? So the podcast is called Only Just Conversations. It is conversations with just cool people in general. A lot of business owners, CEOs, um, or just content creators for example um and it's on itunes spotify anchor soundcloud 
anywhere you can listen to podcasts basically yeah yeah anchor shorts that out for you doesn't it yeah oh yeah it does i actually use another uh site called simplecast which is pretty cool but i want to i think i want to change to anchor Simplecast is like a distributor, but it's uh, you pay like a monthly fee and they distribute everything for you. Oh, and okay. then you wow. upload all of your content, fill in descriptions. It's very good in terms of like choosing tags for people to like find your podcast. Oh, yeah. um, but I like how Anchor, you send voice messages back. Because I get so many emails of people like sending me video responses to the podcast. And I'm like, oh, really? if I could have this, like I know Anchor has that yeah. basically on the platform. Yeah. So I'm trying to change the R- 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 RSS field. I don't even know what it's called. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. That's pretty cool. Sweet. That's great, yeah. And um, it sounds like a lot of like interesting people that you're going to have on too. Yeah. So very excited. excited. To get yeah, I'm not giving anything away. <laughs> I'm not giving anything more away. Um, so, <clears throat> a bit like me, you're a... Uh, what do you call yourself, actually, before I ask this question? Are you an entrepreneur? Are you a videographer? Are you a podcaster? Are you a... As of... Media conglomerate? As of... Was it Friday? As of Thursday, I'm officially a CEO. I changed a limited wow. company. Oh, so, cool. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's so, like, I'm like, kind of obsessed with it at the moment. <laughs> so it's... Um, yeah, to be fair, if I was a CEO, I'd have a badge. Oh, yeah. I'd have a badge. That would be, like, the letters Or a chain, like Alan Knox. I'd have the chain. Yeah. I'd have the chain on all the time. Yeah. You need to invest in a chain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, so obsessed with it. I feel like... I don't know. I've never wanted to, like, call myself an entrepreneur. I feel like no one's an entrepreneur until they actually show that they can sell something. And then I did the event and I was like, okay, I can call myself that one. <laughs> For I anyone that's like listening, I just flicked my hair behind my head. And yeah. like, that was yeah, dramatically why possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a, as a CEO, mm-hmm. um, you only that's just... so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as a CEO, you're a CEO. Um, you've got only just media. Yes. And, well, you've got so many things. Um, yeah. But one of them is a video company. Um, yes. Is it solely video or is it just media and multimedia so, in general? So only just media is like a, a digital agency. So I do a lot of video work. Um, it's a lot of producing micro content for creators currently. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like YouTubers that are producing like um, full length videos, I would take that and dissect it and, and repurpose it for like Instagram stories, Instagram square, LinkedIn, Facebook, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah. Um, or it'd be creating video from scratch. Trying to stay away from that one at the moment. Really? Yeah, I got my camera stolen in New York, so oh. it's kind of like oh, a no nightmare getting like new equipment at the moment. I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah. that's heartbreaking. I know. Don't even. I had like for a month. Oh no! <laughs> I know. Oh, that's <laughs> I know. Oh, I bought on, that America. instead, <laughs> and I bought, I bought that instead of a car. So. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. hence the, the Uber drama earlier. Yeah. What was the Uber drama earlier? I went to get an Uber, and I like what it was like. Okay, walk to blah blah blah, and then I walked there, and it cancelled on me. So like uh, I was like, are you kidding me right now? So yeah, it's fine. I got here. It's okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, here. It's good right. time. And I got here in good time. Yeah, before I was us. here early. So yeah, yeah, like thirty <laughs> seconds before us. I looked yeah. down at my phone. I was like, I'm here. Oh, she's there. <laughs> she's there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you've got a you've got a video company, and you're trying to stay away from the original stuff. Um, I think I just love. Okay, so my biggest thing is how my, how big of an impact can I actually make. And I have like only just Lucy, only just media, only just media summit, which are like kind of three businesses in itself. Um, and I kind of want to get them to correlate as much as possible um, and reach as many people as I can. And with a lot of the video content I was doing, it wasn't, it just didn't align with all three of those things. And for me, it's very important to have that. So by working with really cool creators and repurposing their social media, it's, it's helping them grow an audience. It's also impacting their audience because it's like useful or like entertaining information, for example. Um, but then it's also falling back on Only Just Lucy and then the creators can come speak at the Only Just Media Summit. Does that make sense? So they all correlate with each other. Um, so in terms of traditional corporate promo videos, I don't feel like that's getting as much as a reaction as what it, you know, on, on current social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't feel like it's as useful to the brand to do it so I don't want to yeah. charge a brand yeah. you know the money that it takes me to create something like yeah. that if it's not going to game them as meaningful an interaction as what they deserve mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah like I've sort of noticed just for myself like Facebook's dying for me yeah it's dying a slow well it's a dying a fast death organic reach on Facebook so it's bad terrible. Yeah. Yeah. turn into a public company thing you have to mm. pay a fortune maybe to get mm-hmm. your stuff advertised yeah like we even like I have tried some paid 
ads as well and they haven't worked either. Yeah. I don't know what they want. Like, I gave you my money. Mm-hmm. Like, just give me some views. Paid ads, paid ads, it's a skill to run paid ads. Yeah. Like, I know a couple of people that run paid ads professionally and they do get incredible results, yeah. but that's because they've been doing it for so long. Yeah. yeah. And they invest a lot of money into into doing it. It's very test and trial at the start. Yeah. Um, Like, I offer paid advertising as a, a sub of my, my mm-hmm. you know, business yeah but i have a really amazing person that runs them like i do not (laughs) touch (laughs) yeah no like we we tried it for a while and we're like it's not worth it let's just go organic use instagram yeah instagram Instagram story advertisements story ads is the thing that's sort of growing at the minute instagram story ads are amazing yeah like so so good and i didn't realize until like i took a step back a few weeks ago how much or actually it was i got i got a new phone and the new iPhone update came out and it had the the timer thing for all your apps. So like mm-hmm. you can see how long you actually oh, spend on all your apps. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> I just, no. <laughs> like it's ridiculous how much time I see. Yeah, it's shame. Yeah. Do you know what's really funny? I literally only discovered that yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> so I've been obsessed with it. I like put all my timer on and I got it literally. There's a notification that just came up. Yeah, look, time check. Five minutes remaining for Instagram today. <laughs> yeah, you see? Like, I have like an hour long timer. That's so bad. I mean, I put up a video last night and I knew I was going to have to respond to loads of Instagram mm-hmm. DMs this morning. So I suppose you don't realize the time that that takes, actually, either. You think yeah. I can just, you know, log on My quickly, thing is, send a message, back off, but actually... And I usually procrastinate on that so much. Like, I'll come to the end of the week and I'll have so many DMs and I'll be like, ugh. I, I, I see it as, like, a chore. <laughs> and I'm trying to change that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's not. Like, see, once I get in there, I love it. Like, when I'm actually talking to the person, but it's whenever I see the number going up, I'm like... Oh my god, it's yeah. like emails for yeah. me now, and I want to change that. So like that's so this morning I was on the train to Belfast, and I was like, right, the entire train, I'm just gonna answer messages. Great idea. Cool. Yeah. But now I've used all my fucking Instagram time up for today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says like I like, no. Nah, to be fair, I don't get caught up on DMs. I just like do them, and that's fine because we don't get that many. Um, but it's like watching like like just flicking through photos that Peter McKinnon puts up and stuff oh, I like love that, him so much. and like all those guys, and like he did the was it the autumn challenge or something mm-hmm. the nine yeah the i was looking through some of the like contestants the for yeah. it and i sort of just like got caught up on like looking at leaves for like <laughs> 15 minutes i was like how can these leaves look so good yeah like it's just a bunch of leaves but that let that inspire you create yeah create more quality content yeah yeah exactly the good side that's like, it. That's i'm just creating excuses now <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i tell myself like at 11 o'clock that's why you're timing yeah. for the night yeah <laughs> Yeah, this is inspiring. Let's inspire myself a little more for another like forty five minutes and then I'll get back to work. It is surprising <laughs> they're the things that do inspire you like along the way. And I yeah. think it takes that whenever you are in your own business and sure mm-hmm. like of course something out of the blue will like kick you and you'll be like, I can do something with this. Mm-hmm. I think nice. it's the people around you as well. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. I noticed like we started Take Two Studio um sort of as a part time hobby. And then I went to uni and I noticed sort of like a lull in like my <clears throat> creativity. If you want to call it like that, like I, like even like Stephen was saying to me, like, you you've changed, you're different, <laughs> and then like I came finished uni, started in mid morn, and it sort of like just got the spark back because I was around people and like yeah. I could bounce ideas off people and like have chats and like Amy was downstairs so you could muck up out for like mm-hmm. a while and, like like we had Instagram stories up a few months ago and <laughs> we. Uh, I get I, so many people t- talk to me about that. Yeah. Like, did that guy Ryan that you work with? He seems like a good crack. And I'm like, yeah, check out his videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, please do. Um, so he's like, I came into the office. I can't remember what I did first. If I did anything first, you put but your cards everywhere. Oh yeah. I couldn't reach them. Yeah, so I put some business cards in like her. We've got her like roof, those, like those tiled ceilings that you can lift, uh-huh. just like in here. Yeah. Oh no. Way. And yeah, he put them in the ceiling and everything. I couldn't reach them. <laughs> I have a ladder and everything, and it wasn't tall enough. Like, see, that's just evil. No, no, no. You're evil. My spools of thread, and I went upstairs and I wrapped every one of his computers in like okay. loads yeah. of thread. I've got loads of screens. Well, you deserve that. That was payback. Yeah. <laughs> I think Grasped I won it. Together. <laughs> it was fun though. Like, yeah, no, it was good. Right. But like, I thought it was like quite quite a good advertising thing for himself. Like, it was it was. Marketing so for Take Two. Yeah. Like everyone walked into her office and was like, wow, look at oh, all those I business did. cards. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I won in the end. I, I think I covered, covered your whole room in string. Yeah, he did actually. It was like walking into a laser maze. Oh my god. So like you know, it was actually angled the whole room, and I was like crawling over and under string, and I actually got tangled in the end of it. Like, yeah. 
It's like, help me, guys. I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was good. Brilliant. But you have messing like that. But then, mm-hmm. like, this sort of, it came out of you. But then I had sort of had the idea. I was like, I wonder if you may be interested. And mm-hmm. sort of sprang, you know, ideas off each other for what we could do Just for the podcast. and. We'd had this, and made you know, with like, people. Yeah, because like most people who made them more don't just have like the one um business. They sort of just like one business and like lots of side ideas. Mm-hmm. Like all of her Instagram pages. <laughs> all like five hundred and sixty three of them. Oh. I actually reached my limit and I had to log out a sorry <clears throat> to log in dollars and I was like, Oh, oh my I have goodness. a real problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when it gets to that stage it's an issue. Yeah. Um but yeah, maybe you didn't know what Maiden Morn is when we were talking. So Maiden Morn is where we have our offices for our own businesses mm-hmm. down in Calcutta. Um, it's like a social enterprise yeah. um, hub, so you should check it out sometime. It's a good space, <laughs> actually, for if you're videoing. There's plenty of spaces that you can take Amazing. in there. But um, Yeah, no, it is very good for video. I was videoing there um, a few days ago. I had, like, a table and then, like, three plant pots upside down and, like, mm-hmm. a bunch of slates for whatever video. I can't remember. It was, like, some sort of product video. And there's the like, Christmas tree lights in the back, and it's brilliant. Experience. That's class. All the ones that you've done in there so far, I've liked. Yeah, it's quite yeah. inspiring space. Gotta send me your favorite one. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I cannot. I cannot judge my own work. He's very. That's fine. I'll judge it for you. I'm, I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> All right, cool. Every 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 so often, like uh, Jenna, who we call the boss, um, comes in. And is like, so what do you think of it, Ryan? And I was like, I'm not gonna tell you what I think of it. You tell me what you think of it, and then I'll do it. <laughs> don't like it it's like rate it out of 10 uh somewhere between four and seven i don't know <laughs> don't like it oh but um, that's very good but coming back to like yeah come back to you places yeah, <laughs> yeah. we just kind of went to <laughs> yeah um, we that. have obviously made more like i think that's kind of inspired both of us mm-hmm. um for different reasons is there something specific that you find kind of motivates you a little bit more in any particular direction of your yeah um I I'm a very motivated person naturally I think it was from from when I was a very young age I watched my parents like work extremely hard like they always worked ridiculous hours like my mom still does my dad's retired but my mom works like 24 shifts sometimes and she never complains it's just like she loves what she does and she's like this is life and she loves it I think that for me was a massive like it's not a motivator it's like I saw her having that as her way of life so I adapted it and it's just what I know it's not what I've it's like it's the norm to you it's the norm yeah and it's just a way of life and I, and it's yeah it's it's not a thought it's it's just like a you know a function yeah <laughs> do you know so so I, I I'm very lucky that I had that experience growing up but for me like of course you get down days or like especially like entrepreneurship so lonely like I spend a lot of my days alone like just Mm -hmm. sitting at a desk and that's hard um so for me like in terms of pushing through that is one of my best friends Finn he has a daily vlog he's going through a very similar journey to me and he's a daily vlog that he thinks is the most boring thing on earth like some of the episodes are one minute long some of them are 12 minutes long and it's just usually him just talking to the camera about his day and like things he's struggling with and his journey of building a business and whenever I see that whenever he's like yeah I did not leave my desk at all today I ate my lunch here I ate my dinner here and then I went to bed that's me (laughs) so like seeing someone that that is going on the same journey as me and relating like to the same problems as I am having but they're still doing it that's my motivation I actually want to start doing it myself like Finn has been trying to get me to daily vlog because he wants to see what I'm doing and I was like, no, my life's so boring. Like people don't realize, like I have like maybe two days a week that I'm like doing cool things like this or like events. But majority of the time it's like I do bed and then I go to my desk and then I go to yeah. bed again. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, but that may not, like for example, those vlogs may be boring to him now, but those vlogs in, t- in 20 years time when he's like really established himself will be the most amazing thing to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's what he said. So he that's why I want to kind of do it as well is because like, I want to show that it's just hard done. It's nearly like the, Work the all new the version time. of an autobiography that you can actually yeah. just look back and see the person that you were back then. For me, it's like I would have loved to have seen like, um, oh my goodness, yeah, let's just say like Richard Branson. I would have mm-hmm. loved to have had like daily oh, vlogs yeah. of like seeing him build Virgin. Like yeah, I would have loved that. Yeah. You know. That would have been really cool. I think that was. Did I watch something recently? I think Gary Gary V said something mm-hmm. really similar to that. That he's 
he's been doing what he's done for the past few years yeah. so that he can look back so that people can look back yes. and see the journey yeah. not the not the destination yeah um, that's a massive part I think like Gary you know how Gary talks about the process mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with the process <laughs> that's my thing it's like this whole like the feeling of loneliness it's like I kind of love it in a way because like I know it's part of like the you know the the, the process of like success as such mm-hmm. so um I don't know yeah. that's kind of my I think it is a good point though too because a lot of people even like people in school or whatever at the minute maybe that are considering entrepreneurship in the future or, like mm-hmm. they want their own business and things the people that are successful do have to work hard and you do have to um kind of sort out what you want in your head mm-hmm. and just deal with like the loneliness and like the long hours or like the lack of funds at times there's a yeah. lot of struggles that come with having your own business so 100 having all of that I think as well like for me personally I'm very self-motivated um and I've always been that way because <laughs> so this is something I've literally never talked about um exclusive <laughs> <laughs> I set myself this end goal when I was like seven years old that I wanted someone to make a movie about my life one day. You know how there's like those Justin Bieber, there's like a Justin Bieber movie, Katy Perry one, and then there's just one out about Freddie Mercury from Queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know there's like, you know, what's the chances? But like that was my goal was like, I want someone to make a movie about me someday. So I was like seven years old and I wrote the movie script of my life <laughs> of like what this would look like. And every every single time I'm like going through those hard times, I'm like, okay, what scene is this from? Do you know? Love so I'm like, cool. what scene is this part from? Like, this is the struggle. This is like the, the, almost like a chill period I consider at the moment of like, I know I'm going to dive into event stuff very soon and then like run the event much bigger than what I did before. <laughs> um, so at the moment I'm just kind of like taking each day and I'm doing client work and then also planning my proposals to get sponsorship for the event so cool it's just that's my that's my thing it's like know your end goal and if you want a movie of your life design that and figure out what section yeah. this part is from that's a really interesting way to think about things so in terms of events you have a couple coming up um, and yeah. you're attending more mm-hmm. so than organizing at the minute um well maybe you have organizing ones too I don't want to presume but you'd said mm-hmm. earlier that there's some that you're going to yes. um those kind of events to do they kind of inspire in a different you know, the- 100% yeah um I'm very selective with the events that I I go to I'm probably invited to about six a week at this stage um because there's so many popping up in Belfast mm-hmm. so yeah I'm very very selective um and I'm always inspired by different things um I think for me at the moment, because I'm I'm running an event, because I have ran and, and then now I'm running the next Only Just Media Summit, every time I go to an event, I'm always looking for for tips and different yeah. things. And I'm like, oh, I liked how that catering service and I like that and, and that drinks. <laughs> those mm. drinks were nice. Yeah. It's like all those little things that you probably wouldn't think about. And then like, oh, that speaker was very good. <laughs> yeah, you're always learning, always picking up tips. And- exactly. I think that's for me, like at the moment, what I would go to events and sort of like I would be inspired by. And a lot of the speakers and stuff, different times as well. So, did that answer your question? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably a good space too for you to mingle as well. If you're like yeah. you're in the business where you're obviously working on your own, but mm-hmm. those kind of places where there's people in the similar places. One hundred percent. It's like you never know who knows, you know, anyone. Yeah. Um, I, I just I love meeting people as well, and, and that's something that like I just love talking to people. <laughs> like, and there's I'm, a lot of small industries too, like yeah, in Northern Ireland because we're such a small country. Yeah, you know, whenever I was on my placement year, we would have been like at fashion events, and the same people were always going, but like mm-hmm. you met other people at different events, and they knew somebody else, and they maybe knew somebody from home, or that yeah, it, it's a good way to. It's easy to network in Northern Ireland, I think, like if you yeah. know where to go. If you go to the right events, 100%. Um, but it's it's what happens after the networking at the event is the important thing. Because yeah. I've met so many people that are like, oh, I'm going to meet you for coffee. And then it never happens. Mm-hmm. You know, so I make, a, I, I make a pact, like if there's someone I really want to meet, I meet them like the week after. Like today I'm going to meet someone that I met at an event on Thursday. You know, and I always keep in contact through LinkedIn and, and stuff like that so that I build a relationship rather than a just like, hi, bye. And then you see them at another event. You're like, hi, how are you? Nice. Bye. You know, so yeah. I think that's the most important thing is is what happens after the event rather than, you know, at 
Yeah. You know. There's something. Well, talk about it actually. Go for it. Um, Guy V. Yes. Guy Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. I love that name. Class <laughs> name. What was it like working with him? He's amazing. He's so good. I think, um, so how I actually got working with Gary was I sent, so I was on holidays in, in Florida, um, staying with family. And I'd been watching Gary's stuff for ages. And I was following D-Rock, who's his videographer, really closely. And I was like, I'm going to edit a video. So I downloaded a bunch of stuff on like, Gary was releasing Wine Club and I downloaded a bunch of different stuff about him talking on talk shows about wine way back to when he started like, sorry, he was releasing wine. He was releasing the monthly wine. No, I can't remember. <laughs> he was releasing like a monthly something. monthly wine subscription. Was it called Wine Club? I can't, can't remember. Anyways, so I, I downloaded all this stuff about him talking about wine, made this really cool like Facebook ad, like one minute long, bunch of different stuff in it, and I sent it to DRock, and then they used it, and then I kept making him at this like for Gary video, and then Gary, Gary watched everything, and like he loved what I was doing, and then I went to London in March for his like shoe launch, and it was incredible. See, so just seeing how he interacts with people, and like um, I was only with him for a very short amount of time, like it was probably a couple hours just like yeah. at the shoe launch. Um, it was amazing, like just that first impression. And then I was in VaynerMedia in June, July. I don't remember. I think it was July, actually. And seeing the process of how VaynerMedia worked just made me so much more inspired, like being there in person. It's like how I would want to build a company one day. It's even from like the, the way he treats his staff in terms of the kitchen, like the food and the drinks. And then like the desks and it's just every every element of it is so well thought out mm-hmm. and then whenever I was with him in Poland a couple of weeks ago I mean I thought I was busy yeah he does he, come across every, like 110%. every second like I'm not even joking every single second of his day is mental and he just loves it right. like you can really see it and he's just the passion and and I mean he he flew into Poland and, and went hotel straight to the the conference spoke and then went back like he he flew from london at like 4 a.m and got to the conference and then flew out at like 4 a.m <laughs> so it was like yeah he, he's just he's such an inspiring person to be around and just even for motivation like once i came out of that i was like i want to do more work with gary <laughs> yeah. just love the hustle yes he's like, fantastic like, even if you watch his videos like you sort of do get psyched up and pumped up yeah and you're like, i can do this I can, I can do anything. Like, yeah. But and I feel no. like a lot of people have like a, there are some people that have like a negative view of Gary and think he's like uh-huh. too much or he's feeding like success. It's called like success porn or something. I saw this article about it and it was just right, like okay. about how he was like making hardship more luxurious than what it is. And I feel like, I feel like you have to make it so you can get through it mm-hmm. in a lot yeah. of ways. But um, like he, he helps so many people. Like, see, whenever people come up and talk to him at the event, like, the things they say, like, of, mm-hmm. of how he's really impacted their lives. um, Like, a lady in, in, I don't remember where it was, somewhere in America, came up to him and handed him her gun license um, because she had got a license so she could buy a gun to kill herself. And um, she handed that to Gary, saying, you're the reason I haven't oh, done wow. this. And I was like... I want to have an impact like that. Yeah, I think that is what I aspire to more more than anything is is that. Mm-hmm. You know, is the impact he has on other people is so phenomenal and you know, he, he he's motivated me so much. And yeah. That's great. That's all. <laughs> cool. Seems like a cool guy. Um so you've worked with him. Mm-hmm. Um who's next on the list? Who do you really want to work with at the minute? Because no doubt they'll be listening. I don't know. Um, to be honest, I haven't thought about it. No, just whoever comes across. Yeah, I'm just trying. At the moment, my focus is just the next event. I'm getting a bunch of cool creators over for it. I have my mind on. Oh, you. I'm not really saying anything. What's the space? But I would love if Freddie Mercury was still alive. Oh, oh my goodness. This is He's sort of just like my the, dreams. The Thompson, the best Belfast question, like who to take out for a cup of coffee from Northern Ireland. Freddie Mercury. Oh, sorry, he's not Northern. He does Northern Ireland. We'll do exception. For, yeah, <laughs> from anywhere it'd be Freddie Mercury. Yeah, cool. anywhere. That's awesome. Ultimate idol. 
sorry <laughs> no i just i just Bond love him moment. i just love him so much like yeah it's, yeah <laughs> you got the other queen members you could still get brian <laughs> no it's not it's not for any of them it's not the same. <laughs> i just watched the new movie and i've just been in love with i watched every like i i have like two extremes i'm just like yeah that was good and then i have obsessive <laughs> and i'm like i watched that queen movie and i obsessed over freddie mercury ever since like i think i've watched every interview of him that exists ever oh, wow. and I, I'm, I'm so different from him but i just love i just love him so crazy wow rest in peace <laughs> that is quite obsessive yeah it's fine it's fine it's totally it's okay. fine love it. good well thank you very much <laughs> thank you for coming on and um, you were saying about how Guy V was such a big influence and mm-hmm. uh, you've been such a big influence on a lot of people we know it's been great having you can um, we get you to maybe give us your um social stuff and just everything is at only just lucy see is that brand is that real strong brand everything everything she got it. yeah everything <laughs> <laughs> love it thank you so so much for joining us and for giving up your time yes it's yeah. for you by the sounds of it so we really appreciate you being here i appreciate you having me so so much i love this so thank you that's great thank you very much so that was only just lissy who joined us today on our podcast it's great chatting to her um, and at the start of this podcast you might also have noticed that we had a new intro jingle and that was from Dean from Re- Revolution Records who was the winner of our competition but we also had so many entries that we decided to have a second winner that was AJ he will uh, play us out with the closing jingle and um, thanks very much to AJ and Dean from Re- Revolution Records uh, congratulations thank you to everyone who entered um, we couldn't uh, get one so we had to go with two in the end so thank you to everybody uh, thanks again to Lucy only just Lucy for coming on and thanks to Blick Studios as well for housing us